We are continuing the series, Defining Love, in which we are talking about defining love. Not just defining it, but what it means and what it means for our lives and how we can have it. Last week we talked about how Jesus is the vine and how our lives are connected to him in all ways. And no matter what happens, he still holds on to us. Now, it's possible for us to turn away. It's possible for us to, to leave him, but he will always love us. He will always hold us. And so that's a home base that we have. That means that no matter what happens in any relationship, in any friendship, in any family relationship, in anything in your life, you will always have that love from Jesus. And that's important because sometimes, well, a lot of times people go looking for love and they'll change who they are. They'll change what they think. They'll change what they do just to try to get that love, even though in that case, it's not real love. This week, we're going to talk about communication, which applies to every kind of relationship. Um, and so we are going to read James chapter 1, verses 19 through 27. Understand this, my dear brothers and sisters, you must all be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. Human anger does not produce the righteousness God desires, so get rid of all the filth and evil in your lives, and humbly accept the word God has planted in your hearts, for it has the power to save your souls. So basically this is James, uh, and I love the book of James because he's very direct with everything that he says, and another thing that he says later is, uh, faith without actions is dead. So it's like if you have faith and you say that you believe in God, but your actions don't back it up, then it doesn't really matter. And so what he's saying here is, uh, be quick to listen, which means in any relationship, whether it's boyfriend, girlfriend, uh, mom, uh, daughter, dad, son, uh, friends, whatever, you, I'm not going to list every relationship that's possible. All of the relationships, any relationship you're in, that is a first rule for all of them. Be quick to listen. Be quick to listen, because a lot of times, um, most of the drama that we have, most of the disagreements we have, a lot of them can be drawn back to somebody misunderstands or mishears or doesn't want to listen. Uh, one of the things you'll see in politics and in church conversations sometimes is people will go into a conversation already having played out what they want to happen in their head, and so they're not really listening to what the other person is saying. They're just waiting for opportunities to give their opinion. Um, that is literally all of politics. Like in debates and everything, if you watch them, sometimes they don't even fully answer the question because what they're doing is they're waiting to get their point across. And so we do that in our conversations, especially if we're upset about something or we care about something. Um, we'll say something and then it'll be kind of like, oh, I'm supposed to listen for a couple minutes, but you're not really paying attention to what they're saying. You're just waiting for them to be done so you can start talking. And so this says, be quick to listen, which means stop everything and listen to what the other person is saying. Pay attention to them, uh, even if, if you don't really care about what their opinion is, but pay attention to them and try to learn, try to grow, try to build that relationship, and then be slow to speak, which means it doesn't mean talk slowly. It means wait a beat. So a lot of times, again, in arguments, in problems, um, we will hear something that upsets us, and then we immediately jump back, or we immediately post, or we immediately yell, or whatever it is. But if we're slow to, to if we're quick to listen and slow to speak, we're kind of taking a second to really think about what was just said. And that doesn't mean that you're never going to get angry. It doesn't mean you're never going to upset. But it also slow to get angry because we're often we often feel like being angry um, helps our, prove our point. And, you know, sometimes you can't control and you just get angry, you get upset, something happens and that push your buttons, whatever. But sometimes we feel like if I yell 
and I just really show that I'm angry, that's going to prove that I have a point. That's going to prove that I'm passionate. And it doesn't. It just ruins everything because if somebody gets angry at you, you immediately go on the defensive. And if you get angry at them, you, they immediately go on the defensive. So this says, hey, human anger, that's not going to fix anything. That does not mean you're never going to get angry. It doesn't mean that there aren't things that can happen if people get upset. What it means is when you act in anger, when you don't think, when you don't listen, when you don't care about other people, um, it doesn't really accomplish anything. And like I said, this goes in everything. Um, probably where it will hit you the most right now is family relationships, uh, with parents especially, because there are going to be so many times where they get upset with you or you get upset with them because you live in the same house. And it can be very uh, tough, and it can be very annoying for both of you at times because you see each other at your worst you see each other all the time you can't get away all of that stuff and if you're a kid like I've said to you guys before a lot of times and this comes from parents a lot a lot of times it's like hey you need to grow up and act your age or hey your opinion doesn't matter yet you're a kid and that can be very confusing and so it's very easy to get angry but if they say something and it makes you upset, even if they're trying to make you upset, which isn't right, and you just jump in and you get angry, that's not going to fix anything. It's not going to help anything. It's just going to lead to yelling and more anger. And once both people get angry, nothing gets solved. And so you'll see sometimes, a lot of times on TV, but a lot of times in real life, like relationships, uh, uh, husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, like relationships, where they get, all they do is fight, basically. Like everything, every discussion is a fight. Everything is an argument, and it goes all the time. And you're like, how in the world do they ever get along? But they get so used to it. And we see that with our families. We see that with our friends, all of those things. But what this says is, uh, life is hard enough without us making it harder. Um, back in the day, there were a lot of shows like uh, Three's Company, like way back in the day, uh, where uh, or the Brady Bunch, where like the whole plot, especially with Three's Company, but the whole plot revolved around a misunderstanding at the center. And it's like uh, one person thought this, one person thought this, and they never talked to each other. So the whole episode is about like this crazy stuff that is weird and never going to happen. But then they finally talk and like, oh, wait, that makes sense. And so it's all fixed. And so that's unfortunately how life goes sometimes if we don't listen, if we uh, just want to get our opinion out there, if we just want to yell, if we just want to be right. And again, unfortunately, that's politics. And unfortunately, a lot of times that's church politics. And we see it so much and it can hurt a lot of things. So going to the next part here. But don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you're only fooling yourselves. For if you listen to the word and don't obey, it is like glancing at your face in the mirror. You see yourself, walk away, and forget what you look like. But if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, and if you do what it says and don't forget what you heard, then God will bless you for doing it. So basically this says, if you say that you want to be a good person, if you say you want to be a Christian, then do it. Um, one of the things I talked about this morning in my sermon was it's very easy to say, I'm going to love everyone. It's very easy to say, I think everyone deserves kindness. Or it's very easy to say, I think everyone uh, should have the opportunity to choose Jesus. I think everyone has value. It's very easy to say those things. And we say them publicly a lot, especially in churches, especially for Christians. It's very hard sometimes to back that up because we see other people that annoy us and we get angry and all of these things. And so what James is saying here is, hey, if you listen to God's word, if you listen to, to advice about being good, if you try and you want to be like Jesus, if you want to be a better person, then do it. And now that doesn't mean you're going to be perfect because you're not going to be perfect. You're going to mess up. You're going to have bad days. You're going to have times where you get so emotional that everything is hard. You're going to have people that push your buttons and you're going to react poorly. That's going to happen. But what this means is also, hey, listen 
And then speak, but speak gently and honestly and humbly. And speak not to uh, make the other person mad, but just to kind of talk and work things out. And don't just talk so that you can talk. Don't just have an opinion so you can have an opinion. Like, really learn about people and things and what they think. And then also, like, actually don't, don't like, know what's right and then go against it. So, like, if you know that something is the wrong thing to do, and you know that it's not the right thing to do. You know that it's something that's going to hurt you or it's going to hurt somebody else. Or you know that, that it goes against what you believe or what you think is right. And you still do it. That's like doubly wrong because you're just doing it to do it. And at that point, you're setting this horrible example, but you're also affecting your relationships. So if you have a relationship, whether it's friendship, etc., all of them, if you have a relationship where everything just pulls you in the wrong way and the person is always using you or the person is always uh, wanting you to do things or say things that you don't want to just to get you to, to be in that relationship, whatever it is, and you keep going that way, even though you know it's wrong, you just want to be in a relationship, you just don't want to be alone, or you just want to have a friend, you just don't want to be alone, or you just want to be a part of something, you just don't want to be alone, then you're really screwing up all of that. You're screwing up your own life for then. Now everything can be forgiven. But it's, it's so much more important to feel good about yourself. And I don't mean to like yourself all the time, but I mean to feel good about where your life is going. Not to think that you're perfect because you're not. Not to think that you have everything figured out because you don't. But to think, okay, I may not have like a million friends and I may not be in the relationship that I want, but... I am still who I am supposed to be. Like, I'm still trying to be me. I'm not being somebody else. I'm not being what someone else thinks. And again, that's hard, and it takes a long time to learn it. Um, in confirmation, just a little bit ago, like, somebody kind of jokingly made fun of me because I go to the mall alone and movies alone and things like that. And that's because it's what I've learned over time I like to do, and so I go and do it. And absolutely, there are people that make fun of that because it's like, ah, oh, you're alone, blah, blah, blah. But, but that's who I am, and so I'm being who I am. If you want to go get somebody who is bad for you and a bad influence and you're like, hey, I just need to have somebody around, that's going to mess you up down the line. And it also affects them. But the whole point is know who you want to be, even if it's not who you are yet, but know who you want to be and surround yourself with people that help that, 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 that point you in that direction. Not people that just agree with you because that's not the same thing, but people who will be honest with you, people who will care about you, and, and just be who you are. Don't be somebody else just so somebody else will love you or say they love you. Last part of the scripture here. Um, if you claim to be religious but don't control your tongue, you are fooling yourself and your religion is worthless. Pure and genuine religion in the sight of God, the Father, means caring for orphans and widows in their distress and refusing to let the world corrupt you. So this is talking about controlling your tongue. Um, we have definitely, so society is weird. And so there was one point where, in time, in the history, where like everything was on the table and you could just be as offensive as you wanted and hurt people, and that's okay because as long as you had the microphone and as long as you talked, then it didn't matter how anybody else felt. And at that same point, like, minorities and women didn't have very much uh, say in anything. And so, you know, mainly white guys were like, hey, we control this, this is what we want, etc. You saw that in TV, you saw that in life, you saw that in politics. And a lot of people think that it should still be that way. But now it's kind of like the opposite where people are looking for reasons to be offended. And it's sometimes you can say something that isn't even offensive, but it's like, oh, well, this is something and blah, blah, blah. And like, so people are kind of, it's always going to be one way or the other. It's always going to be messed up. And so this is saying control your tongue. It's not saying that, that you have to uh, completely censor yourself. What it's saying is 
talk to people in the way you would want them to talk to you. Uh, if you think that insulting someone is funny, and you think that insulting someone you don't know or somebody that you don't know anything about or you insult their beliefs, whatever, think about how that would reflect on you if they did it to you or somebody you love, somebody you care about. Uh, now, with friends, obviously, we do stuff like that. Like, with friends, if you know each other and you like each other and you have that kind of relationship, it's cool. I'm talking about when you talk about other people, when you tell stories, when you tell jokes. One of the things that bothers me more than anything is, is racist jokes and, and sexist jokes and things like that. And it's not like the whole woke thing. It's would you say those things in front of those people? And if you would, why? Like, what is your point? What are you trying to do? Do you want to be different? Are you trying to be like Jesus? Are you trying to be different? Do you want to be somebody that, that, that shows love? Do you want to be somebody that helps people? Do you want to be somebody that makes a difference? Or do you just want to be funny? Do you just want to have uh, people that think you're funny in the moment? Now, again, that's not to say that you're perfect. And this is one where the line kind of moves on different things. And some people think something's right. I'm not saying any of that. What I'm saying is, Pay attention to how you can affect other people and look at them in the way that they would affect you. Like, put yourself in other people's shoes. You're never going to regret putting yourself in someone else's shoes. Not literally, but you're never going to regret putting yourself in someone else's shoes and seeing what their life is like. Because anybody who disagrees with you, most of the time they're not disagreeing with you just to make you upset. It's just they think that. Now, there are absolutely going to be people that disagree with you and act jerky just to make you upset, but... If it's their belief, it's their belief. And so the whole thing of, of two wrongs don't make a right, like if somebody is being a jerk to you, I'm not saying just like stand there and let them yell at you and scream at you. But we have to always remember who we are and who we want to be and work on communication, especially with your relationships, especially with family, especially with friends, especially with uh, dating relationships, like working on communication, working on being who you are and then taking that out into the world, even among people that you don't know, like actually caring, like because we don't know what anybody else is going through. And there may be somebody who, who is walking along and they, they look they, they're wearing something stupid or they look stupid in your opinion or whatever and you see them and you're like oh I'm going to make this hilarious joke and maybe they even laugh but inside it like crushes them and it's like again I'm not saying don't have fun I'm not saying any of that I'm saying think about how you can affect other people and how you can make their lives better how you can make your life better think about how you can be an example and listen to people like actually listen and care and, and pay attention to what they say and then show that by speaking in a way that shows who you are. Again, I'm not saying never have jokes, because do that. But I'm saying work on your anger and work on, on just trying to impress other people and work on, on just trying to have people around you. And instead be like, this is who I want to be and I'm going to start going in this direction so that I can. And this is a huge part of love. Because even though it's not like all love, every relationship you don't necessarily uh, like best friends, etc., like showing love to people is always going to be something that helps them. And then hopefully it will help you because you're going to realize, hey, this is something that, that, that makes me a better person. This is something that makes me feel better about my life. This is something that puts me on the right path. And then you keep going forward because really that's all you can do. You can try. You can do your best. You can grow. You can learn from the things that you've done, from the things that you haven't done. And you can go forward just doing everything you can to be like Jesus. That's all I got.